Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. must be honest with you but i struggled with the prospect of doing this week's show without putting a too fine a point on it my sister passed away on easter sunday i alluded to the fact that her funeral was last friday on last week's show she had been in poor health for the last 30 years but her going was still a shock her son and i were with her when she died waiting for that last breath unimaginable no fuss no drama she just slipped away i thought i was all right but a couple of days before the funeral, I really started feeling it. I told myself that once Friday was out of the way, I'd start to feel my old chipper self. The truth is, I feel worse. Motivation is now a distant country. My sister was older than me by about six years. Sometimes I thought the only thing we had in common was our parents. However, noticing my interest in music, she took me to my first ever concert at the Fairfield Halls Croydon in 1975. Who did she take you to see I Hear You Cry? Was it Slade, Gary Glitter, The Sweet, The Bay City Rollers, or could it be, surely not, Mark Boland and T-Rex? No, it was Cliff Richard. To be fair... Back when he started in the late 50s, he really did give Elvis a run for his money. Pink jacket, curled up lip, the guy smouldered. As you know, Captain Sensible used to work in the aforementioned Fairfield Halls and would sometimes swap his toilet cleaning duties for that of an usher in the evening. With that in mind, I emailed the Sensible One to ask if he remembers working that night. No came the reply although i didn't work the show i was there during the daytime and distinctly remember cliff walking around the building with his friend do not fear i'm not going to play anything by sir cliff also in 1975 we both entered a daily express competition to win the slade's Slade's latest album and one and only foray into the silver screen with slade in flame all you had to do was make up a name of a band. My sister's was the Crystallites, where I chose the dates. I won. Sensations 
one thing that has kept me going, apart from Mrs A obviously, is music. And just at the right time, Titotenhosen released a new album. Now, having previously played the first single from it on episode 548, its imminent arrival was hardly a surprise. What was... Apart from the 15-track album Lune de Nature, what that sounds French, it's not French, it's German, was the accompanying Learning English Lesson 2 LP. Learning English Lesson 1 was the album that got me into Detonhosen in the first place that was released in 1991, although I didn't get to hear it until a few years later, courtesy of The Squirrel. For those of you who are unsure what the uh, Learning English Lessons are, there are a collection of classic power pop songs uh, on the first one we're talking the likes of uh, the ramones the boys the lurkers the damned uh, the adverts the uk subs eddie and the hot rods but the great thing is members of the original band guest on their respective songs this time round, it's a turn of uh, the members dead kennedys uh, dead boys the undertones generation x the saints the buzzcocks and and Johnny Moped featuring the man himself. And do you know what? He sounds really great. Step four. Janet and John have been married for 25 years now. It's time to do some family planning. Janet, would you like to have another baby? Oh, John, that's a great idea. What? Second honeymoon Darling I need you to be near me To kiss and to touch I love you very much Darling If you ever leave me I'll cry Second coming 
and change its now pay Lucky. Two Detone Hosen tracks. Obviously, Darling, Let's Have Another Baby, which was swiftly followed by Pop and Politica. Still doesn't sound German. I got a Facebook message from one Mark Gibson, who asked if I tried to delve into Psycho Billy, uh, as it's a mixture of rockabilly meets punk. Well, I was game and asked for a recommendation, as I would need somewhere to start. Tiger Army came his reply. So I wandered over to the interwebs and purchased five, well, going on our past releases, apart from music 
from the regions beyond and their debut album. All the other albums have had Roman numerals involved and as this was their fifth album, I'm safe think it's safe to say in my assumption that this case V equals five. Anyway, uh, I've always believed Psychobilly, without actually hearing it, to be King Kirk on speed performed on hot sand. So I was pleasantly surprised that when Laser hit disc, the first thing I thought of was Bobby Darren, vocal wise. A quick trip over to their Facebook page had me reading that uh, the influence of early New York City punk, starting with the New York Dolls, Johnny Thunderson, Heartbreakers, the Ramones, and Static Age era misfits, can be felt. I didn't immediately feel that. I would have gone even earlier than that by at least 10, 15 years, citing a period in America between 57 and 63, basically before the English invasion. I've dipped my toe in, and if Tiger Army are anything to go by, my wallet fears that I might invest and investigate further. Any tips or pointers, let me know. Armitage at theparanoidsquirrel.com should suffice. So, without further ado, here are Tiger Army and Devil Lurks on the Road from the aforementioned five. <laughs>
more Facebook messages. This time from Sean Elliott, guitarist from Professor and the Madman, wanting to know if I'd like to debut their new track, Electroconvulsive Therapy. I'll tell you, if we weren't separated by an ocean and a continent, I would have kissed him. 24 hours after I accepted his gracious offer, the track landed in my inbox now. I have to be honest with you, if it wasn't for the fact that former Dan Drummer and bassist Rat Scabies and Paul Gray respectively play on the upcoming album, I might not have given Professor and the Madman a fair crack of the whip my bad. However, the band don't rely on this as their only strength. Having named artist on your record doesn't automatically make it any better. I'm desirable to a certain fan base. Fortunately, Escapers and Grey embellish what I have heard. It's akin to swapping your Woolworths guitar for a Fender Strat. Doesn't make you play any better, just sound it. Yeah, that sounds derogatory. Uh, better phrase, um, I, I don't know, cheap turntable versus um, top of the range. The, I mean, the record's the same, just better equipment. Yeah, I'll go with that. Which 
So it will be 35 years since Rat and Paul Gray played on an album together. Obviously, that album was The Damned Strawberries. And in an ideal world, I'd love to see a Professor and the Madman play over here in the UK with or without scabies or grape, but preferably with. Over the last week, I have been belting through Barry Hutchinson's The Damned, The Chaos Years and Unofficial Biography. I love it. Factually, Accurate? All right, he mistakenly says that John Moss played drums on the TV show Impact, when it was in actual fact Dave Burke. And the cover for Phantasmagoria apparently was shot at Kensington Green Cemetery, when in actual fact it was Kensal Green Cemetery, which is in the borough of Kensington and Chelsea, but that is just splitting heads. It also writes a few wrongs. I, I had been led to believe that the Damned had agreed on a mix for the live tracks on the Black Album, and then Rat had gone back into the studio behind the others' backs and remixed it to what we hear on the original LP, with the band's sanctioned mixes only making it onto the test-pressing sampler and double cassette. Not true. It was Chiswick Records that did the remixing behind the band's back. Rat was just as pissed off about it as Vanian, Grey and Sensible. So there you go. Right. Back on to new music, and the Bitten, who have been going on and off since uh, 2006, have just released a brand spanking new album in the shape and form of Is It Supposed to Sound Like That? on Bunny Boiler Records. If you like the yo-yos, main grains, and drama club rejects, then the flat cat rock of the Bitten will suit you down to the ground. Don't take my word for it. Here's Tattoos and Bruises. Yeah, your tattoos and bruises show... And you tell all your pain, your sorrow Yeah, your tattoos and bruises show The life you choose, you were born to lose Tattoos Girls on 
We heard it. Rock Radio UK. Hello, this is your captain speaking. You're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, whatever that is. But you'd be nuts to listen to anything else, I tell you. Know what I mean? After the bitten and tattoos and bruises was the just heard Boogie's Coldest Acre from the Suicide Commandos new album, Time Bomb. If I was to say to you, Toads of the Short Forest, I'd expect you to say Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention and a track from the Weasel Ripped My Flesh album. Not a band from Stockholm who are all set to release an album called Mind Mower on the 2nd of June, which is rather good, although, as the band are at pains to stress, they don't play any live dates. I guess we'll just have to make do with the record, with the title track sounding a lot like this. (laughs) 
Motorhead. I like Motorhead. You like Motorhead. Therefore, this is Motorhead who used to play rock and roll. still miss them along with these guys
If you need me to tell you that that was the Ramones, this ain't the radio show for you. Mind you, you could have stumbled here on the strength of that Primark t-shirt you purchased. In which case, welcome.
Mrs. A is super excited about our imminent trip up to Pink Floyd, their mortal remains at the VNA. BBC News on Wednesday had a feature on said exhibition. Unfortunately, the name under David Gilmore, who was being interviewed, was that of Nick Mason's. Way to go, Auntie Beep. Right, let's get into some Bob Wayne, who is currently on a bit of a European jaunt to support his new record bad hombre uh, he'll be over here in dear old blighty on the 19th of july at the new cross inn uh, the 20th sees him in kingston upon hull at o'reilly's before going north of the border on the 21st taking in bathgate dreadnoughts after all he is a working class musician <laughs> Do not sound like Waylon Jennings. And no, I'm not the next big John Cash. The name's Bob Wayne. If you don't like it, you can kiss my wild Alabama ass. And I don't care too much for city living Hell, I don't even have a steady home What I like's a big wide open highway Spending time with friends along the road And I'm proud to be a working class musician Rolling town to town to earn my dough And I may not have a million dollar tour bus But my camper rolls down the same damn road Camper rolls 
Another band that both Mrs. A and I enjoy is Whitesnake. Admittedly, the pre-1987 Whitesnake is what does it for both of us when they were a great British blues rock band. Slither Forward, Snake Charmer. Uh, their debut self-titled album that was released in 2013 featured former Whitesnake members from the days that we cherish in the shape and form of Neil Murray and Mickey Moody. Sadly, Mr Moody left in 2015, but that didn't spell the demise of the band as the Second Skin album is testament to. So, I'm going to leave you... This week, in the capable hands of the aforementioned Neil Murray, Harry James, Chris Usi, Laurie Wisefield, Simon McBride and Adam Wakeman, and Are You Ready to Fly? Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 